0: Myth stories.
1: Myth stories, Inc. Myth stories, Inc. Myth stories, Inc.
0: I'm Spring. I'm Joe. And we are going to be talking to you about a few fun things today, right? Yeah. So, as always, rock, paper, scissors on who goes first. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot.
1: Oh. Yeah. No.
0: I win, I go first. Sounds All right. Good. This, uh, my little segment is going to be called Once Upon a Time. It kind of deals with uh, creation stories and from oh. different parts of the world. So, the first one is going to be called Makanama. And it, or otherwise known as one who works in the night. And it's from Guyana down in South America in that region.
1: That's where Jim Jones went. (laughs) So, okay. Okay.
0: Well, they believe in Maconema, and uh, that he is the twin of Paya, who is known as the father of medicine in that area. Born from the sun God. He is a creation, a creator God. So what happened is there's three, at least three stories that I got for him on how the world was created. One states that in the beginning, Makanaema created the earth and all the animals were endowed with the gift of speech. Fine. He gave the responsibility of ruling over these animals to his son, Sigu. All, uh, all the creatures lived in harmony with each other and it was paradise. But at some point, Sigu pulled up a tree and found that it was filled with water and the water flooded the world, causing a great flood. Uh, oh, does that sound familiar at all? Yeah. I find that's a common reoccurrence in all creation stories there. So thinking quickly, Sigu took some of the animals to a cave and sealed it up. The rest were put onto the tops of the trees. To test to see if the water was receding, Sigu would drop a seed in the water and listen for the splash. Uh, one day he claimed he did not hear the splash and the animals were able to climb down and he was able to release them from the caves, but they had changed So, like, they mentioned a few other, uh, creatures that I didn't really know, but one of them was, they said, like, the, um, the trumpeter bird had, uh, its legs were chewed up so badly from the ants while being in the flood that its legs were now thin and bony. Uh So that's how, like, it kind of, like, explained how some creatures look the way they did with some kind of story. Soon, the creatures on Earth were having babies, and the Earth was getting back to the way it was before the Flood. But while the world was turning, returning back to normal, Sigu, unfortunately, was being pursued by two evil brothers. And at some point, they beat him to death. They did this numerous times because each time he rose up from the dead... Wah-ha. Not very effective. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and one day, he finally rose up and ascended a high hill and disappeared into the sky. So that one was a little lame. Second one's kind of simple also, where Mekanema was uh, creating heaven and earth first... Then he sat down by a river, next to a silk cotton tree, and he cut off pieces of the bark. Parts that he put in the water turned into fish and birds. The parts that he put on the ground became the animals, and that's how it happened. Third one's the reason why I picked this story because it's, I, it's so horrible, but it 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 makes sense in simpler times, okay? Macanema made a large mold, and I'm quoting this, okay, made a large mold, and out of the fresh, clean clay, the white man stepped. After it got a little dirty, the Indian was formed. And the spirit being called away on business for a long period, the mold became black and unclean, and out of it walked the Negro. Oh, no. So life by toaster, apparently, is (laughs) how So I thought that was a little, like... Wow, so that's how they explained all the different races is the mold just got really dirty at the end.
1: Interesting.
0: <laughs> you seem a little, like, perplexed by that. <laughs> not perplexed, just that's,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a, one way to put it. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, all right, so then there's the second one. And this one is called Maui, but not the same as the Polynesian uh, god Maui, unlike in Moana. This one's from math- African mythology in Zimbabwe. And this guy is the sky and, um, creator god. And, uh, he created the first man called Muetsi, known as Moon. And Maui gave Muetsi a horn filled with oil and had him sit down in the bottom of a lake. muetsi Mw- was not happy and he wanted to go up to the surface, Little Mermaid style. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Maui finally agreed, but... Uh, ma- Muwetsi was really sad because, like, when he got up there, there was no plants. There was nothing. It was just a barren, vast desert. So, in godlike form, Maui's like, well, see, I told you. (laughs) (laughs) Actual quote, I guess. And, um, now you are set on a path that will only lead you to death, but I will give you a companion. And so he made the first woman who was named, and I've tried to find how to pronounce it, and there is no other way other than to say it's mass assy. <laughs> <laughs> always known as morning star big so big. mass assy gave was also given the gift of fire like she can make fire so Maui wasn't done he touched the oil that was in the horn that uh, Muetzi had and touched uh, mass assy <laughs> <laughs> and she gave birth she became pregnant and gave birth to plant life And everything was great, but she had to die for some reason. I mean, you just birthed a bunch of trees. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to die. And uh, Mwetsi once again cried. He was a very distra sensitive man. Sensitive man. His wife just gave birth to (laughs) a bunch of plants and died. (laughs) He was in the lake, fine and dandy bitched and bitched went up to the land cried the god's like i told you i told you you didn't want to go up there and under the seas where you need to be <laughs> right. and then when he gave him a companion she died like <laughs> <laughs> so he um he made her uh he made uh muetsi a new woman named morongo that was known as evening star and Muwatsi this time touched the oil from the horn and then touched his wife to try to make her pregnant, but it wasn't going to work. They needed to do something more. <laughs> something more sexual to get it going. So they had sex, and they she gave birth to sheep, goats, cattle, Oof. chickens, and children. And I believe in that order. <laughs> Importance, you know? <laughs> A man's got to eat before he gets kids. So... Maui came down and told Muetsi, like, all right, you've done your job. The planet now has animals. It has plants. You, you're, pr- you're probably going to die soon. <laughs> it, the death is coming. Um, and I don't want you to have sex anymore. Like, you guys yeah, are what? done. You guys are done. All right? Just no more. You guys did your job. Well, they agreed with you. What? And they didn't listen. So because they didn't listen, they, uh, she got pregnant and she gave birth to lions, leopards, scorpions, and snakes. Ooh. So punishment was, she was no longer popping out chickens and kids. She was popping out dangerous predators. Well, one time, Mwetsi decided that he wanted to have sex with Morango, and she didn't want to have sex, so he forced himself upon her, or tried to. But a snake that was one of her favorites and favored her bit him, mm-hmm. and he ended up getting an infection that made him weak. But as he was weakening, he the planet was dying, and so were the people. So Mwetsi's and Moranga's children decided that they were going to, or Morongo's children decided they were going to, the only way to save it is to return Mwetsi to the lake where he was supposed to, to be. Toss him back in So they killed him and threw him back in the lake and everything was great. So I wrote, that's one way to stop an old perv hell-bent on destroying the world through his pants. <laughs> and And that, that's my not as brutal this week uh, stories
1: about how the earth was made. <laughs> nice. I, yeah. <laughs> the dirty mold still
0: just <laughs> like racism isn't new. It's no, not it's, new.
1: It's and, always been around. But it's
0: just—I mean, the Mormons say that if you are dark in skin, it meant you were cursed by God, and that's so. I mean, like your skin tone. So,
1: like there, yeah, what's the there's some Bible story about where he some black guy saw some dude's penis and then now the <laughs> cursed black people to be, like, inferior. <laughs> <laughs> With larger
0: penises? <laughs> well, I mean, it was something
1: about so he's, he was saw someone's dick and then that <laughs> cursed black people forever. See?
0: And so, I yeah, that's just an example of a creation story that involves uh, racism not in Northern America or the United States. Well, what's interesting is... It was is- from below us. Well, what's, <laughs> what's interesting
1: is that, like, where it's from, it's Guyana, and yeah. so, like, the, the indigenous people of Guyana are are Indians, or, you know, the tri- yeah. I mean, Indians isn't the correct name, but they're, what you said is, or what they've described in there as Indians. So they're, like, only partially dirty, and the white people who are total dicks to them are somehow <laughs> clean The cleanest.
0: That is interesting, because, I mean, in that native region, I don't know how diverse... Uh, races were like, as in white people, black people, and brown people. You well, know sure what I mean? Was, so, like, I'm sure,
1: there's some people that showed up from the African slave trade, so they had some black people, but true. they were probably low caste in society. And the like, you know, dominant ones. Once everyone, once there was more than Before just for it
0: to get put into a creation story. That's kind of interesting. I never thought stories of...
1: don't necessarily have to be like super old. True. Like in my stories here, or my my blurb. Um, one of them is like modern day. Okay. Um. So it's I have from really old to modern day. Okay. Uh,
0: well then, well we'll get right to yours because appear. Yeah, I so I got to ponder my thing a more. That's a, a good more. segue. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. So came across mine by by coming across something about the the god of bacon, uh, oh. eternal bacon, and I was oh, like, eternal. What, what is this? And so once I started looking into it. It's less of a god, but in the realm of gods, okay. and bacon is a loose term. And okay, so,
0: okay, okay, okay.
1: Gonna talk about saramnir or the sooty beast in Old Nordic. uh Ooh. He's a a cos described as a cosmic boar that's like slaughtered cooked eaten and reborn every day he's just shit cursed with, yeah, just, isn't
0: it like icarus no not icarus who's that one guy that prometheus
1: push, that has to like push the stone yeah forever. and have
0: their li- their kidney or liver pecked out every day by a oh, bird yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like Oof. damn okay so cosmic pig Co-
1: cosmic boy <laughs> yeah and he's he's cooked by andrum He's the one exposed to soot. They really love this soot thing, actually. Okay. Uh, and he's he's the chef of the the Icer, which is the correct term for Asgardians. Okay. Um, I was looking at when I found that I did not know that. I always see it's popular uh, modern media that always calls them Asgardians, mm-hmm. like Marvel stuff or Stargate. Um, yeah. So yeah, interesting. Uh, so anyways, he's like this chef, and okay. he uh he cooks them in Eldramen. Eldrimnir is uh, his special cauldron. Okay. Uh, it's called Fire City. <laughs> yeah! that, that, Fire that's, City! That's <laughs> the, the translation, which a lot of this, you know, that's all this sooty this, sooty that, but uh, <laughs> a lot comes down to, to translations because even the bacon part, it's mentioned in one of the translations of uh, the these old poems. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he talks about, how, throws him in the pot and boils the finest bacon. It's like, boil bacon? Bacon? Yeah, well, it's pig, bacon? it's pig belly. It's pig belly, yeah. So, bacon just seems, I, I'm actually kind of curious now I want to start looking up some of the uh, etymology of bacon. <laughs> I come across something later that like, huh. Um, so, anyways. Uh, so, this is fed to all the the ICER and uh, the the folks who who died in battle like all the heroes oh that, yeah so oh
0: my god so that cosmic board that, is their reward dinner kind of They yeah. get sacrificed every night like what an
1: honor they're <laughs> called the Einherar Ein- and uh the Valkyries bring when people die in battle they either bring them yeah to, to I, I forget where the second place was but they bring them to here to uh um Asgard to party with with the gods every night basically and so not only do they get uh, this endless pig feast, they also get mead. No, uh, oh, of course. Is, <laughs> but th- what's interesting about this mead is it's another another creature in the the Norse menagerie. There's this goat named Hyrun, and she grazes on Lædor, uh or Laeror. It's a sacred tree at the top of of basically the the temple. Velma. Okay. And it it drinks this. Or I mean, uh, it eats these special leaves, and instead of milk, out comes mead.
0: Damn, yeah. damn! Right? That is a very useful goat. Like that one, at least has a good, that one at least has a good purpose. Like, oh my god, thank God they're not eating me. Okay, they just want my mead. Thank God, because I saw what they did to the boar, and I was a little worried. You see it every day. <laughs> every every day. day he gets up. <laughs> How you doing, Frank? (laughs) Oh, just getting ready to soar over there let them beat. Butcher me up.
1: (laughs) Throw me in the city. The fire city.
0: It's like Groundhog's Day, but worse. What are you going to do to get out of it? What are you going to do? Because that is not Valhalla for you, Mr.
1: Right? Cosmic when boy. I, yeah, when I was like, oof, God of Eternal Bacon, he gives Oh, no. No. It's not a curse. I mean, that, he does curse, give not,
0: bacon, but.
1: That is a curse. <laughs>
0: He's not a man harvesting.
1: <laughs> so, Hirun has a friend, actually, that, that sits up there at the top of Valhalla and eats of this special tree. It's a deer named, I think, yeah. And the water that drips from its antlers is the water that feeds all the rivers in the world.
0: Damn. You know, Damn. Pretty crazy. But water dripping from its antlers.
1: It must be enough. Ah, wow.
0: That's
1: wow. a big deal.
0: Is this after they cut new antlers, you know, and they shed their... their no. <laughs> water must Water must drip off
1: antlers. It's a yeah, thing.
0: yeah. God, that's... I'm just thinking of the shed... Because, you know, when deer grow oh, their yeah. antlers back, they're velvety for a little bit, and then they're bloody for a while, and then they're antlers. Mm. Yeah, 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 sorry. But it <laughs> feeds all of our rivers. <laughs> yeah, important. I need that. And it's also grateful that, that that's all that needs to be done. Like, it does not have to be turned into the meal for everyone. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Next uh, but up. they're recycling. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Eats from the special It is a resource. Re- yeah, it is a good resource. <laughs> so next up in uh, the menagerie of the, the Norris is this rooster named Gulen Kambi, who... I don't know how often Ragnarok actually happens, which is basically like the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it crows to warn warn all the icer <laughs> of uh, Ragnarok, or when it's begun.
0: So you got one job, Rooster. One job. I know. And you probably won't have to do it. It's probably not for a long time. But so you, you just get to hang around. out
1: and eat scraps from that <laughs> dude who gets it. From at Frank! Least you don't have kill. to die every day. <laughs> uh, oh my god. And rounding out, or like finishing up the uh, the little menagerie we've got these regenerating goats whose names were just a little too crazy that i i uh didn't feel like uh <laughs> <trying to pronounce. laughs> but they're, they're thor's goats and they they pull his chariot okay but he also slaughters and eats them and then they just regenerate <laughs> it's like yeah Who knew? my
0: faithful companions Don't worry, you'll be back. He gets to where he's going,
1: (laughs) kills him, wakes up in the morning, and they're back. Hey, friends! There's there's one interesting story about them where uh, he stays with some peasants, and he shares his goat. And one of the kids sucks the marrow out of one of the leg bones, and when the goat is regenerated in the morning, it has a lame leg. So he, like, (laughs) now the kid and his sister are like, Servitude And servitude to him, they're servants for the rest of their, their, <laughs> their being. Like, We're
0: allowed to damage and kill these goats, but you're not allowed to make them lame. Nothing right. permanent, fuckers. <laughs> and how is he
1: supposed to know? Tell them, man.
0: <laughs> I heard the marrow is the best part. So, I mean, you can't blame the kid for being like, ooh, take advantage because right. these are trying times. It's not like you can go down to the quickie He's mart and pick up- Exactly.
1: Uh And his sister, too. (laughs) She didn't (laughs) didn't even do it!
0: (laughs) Yeah, but she was a woman in the wrong place. (laughs) I guess so. That's how it all happens.
1: (laughs) And so this whole regeneration thing and rebirth is actually pretty common in a a lot of Norse and Germanic um, uh, lore and stuff. So you have Olaf II of Norway. He was said to have actually been the reincarnation of this this old dude also named Olaf who oh, like oh. <laughs> had, had come to someone in their dreams and left instructions of how to bring him back and then <laughs> this Olaf was born and so he's also a saint too saint Olaf apparently reincarnated which yeah. isn't normal in in uh Christianity well unless you're Jesus i know jesus
0: came back who didn't and he brought back lazarus didn't he
1: something like that
0: yeah yeah, so zombies are not uncommon in the Christian faith. Reincarnation. Well,
1: it's just not a big...
0: Not as big. Maybe if big you problem. were important enough.
1: Yeah, so just for random Saint Olaf to be...
0: Yeah, well, maybe... Yeah, actually, because what I was talking about is zombies, not reincarnation. He, he Reanimation is what I was He wasn't saying. even really
1: reanimated. He was just his, reincarnated after some old dude in his uh, came to someone in their dreams and was like... That's some Scientology shit. Right? <laughs> 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 uh, other legends, there are boys born with certain scars that are said to be like, oh, that was that old hero that died, and yeah, yeah the heroes are, are reborn, which I thought they were supposed to go eat endless meat and mead. So. Oh,
0: well, well, maybe they get a choice. They're heroes, for fuck's sakes. I yeah. mean, they get virgins and beautiful places, and yeah, so they can probably come back if they wanted to be a bibbit again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they just still have a scar. They just so have a scar. Yeah, my yeah. head was chopped off in battle so I have this scar all the way. Around. Chicks dig scars.
0: <laughs> oh my god, he had it from birth. That's right. so badass. Yeah.
1: Fighting parents are room. putting
0: like rope burn around their baby's necks <laughs> like you're gonna be famous <laughs> oh what happened to your baby well freya oh you know he's just a reincarnate of an old hero you know <laughs> like pushing the rope away <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh geez you have a beautiful baby there <laughs> yeah
1: I, I may have to revisit some of these norse uh some of this north myso- norse mythology it, it was weird weird they
0: yeah well they were very aggressive people fine at uh battle uh warfare on water like yeah yeah, they were really amazing i saw things where like they even could like night like sword fighting while standing on a ship rocking
1: there was vikings but the norse actually covers a lot of like non-seafaring yeah um, yeah well
0: the nomadic people that would kind of wander around yeah
1: it's very mixed with uh a lot of like germanic paganism too uh
0: that's always a fun area. Those guys were fun. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: sim- similarly, getting close to, to that region. I mean, well, not close, but like distant cousin. There's some uh, Gaulish um, Celtic people who, they had a god. So just looking for some of this stuff, I came okay. across. Baco. And sometimes I actually said Bake, said as bacon. And it was a, a Celtic... Uh, bore God of War, so yeah. so
0: bacon has been around forever. Yeah, damn, and bacon uh, has power. Just turn people back from being vegetarians. They actually did a study where they said like more people have come back from being vegetarian and vegan just by the smell of bacon. It just,
1: I believe it. It's the devil's candy. It's just oh. <laughs> uh, it's so salty and good.
0: It's like humans. Humans are so vain. I need to find something that's a lot like them, but easier <laughs> to control, more disgusting looking to represent their inner insides. And they're going to want to taste it. They're going to want to be cannibals. Damn, now I want bacon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, go ahead. One last snippet here is that there is actually a modern day... Well, I mean, I don't know how popular it is, but there's a modern day mythology of bacon. I found it in a... Uh, fandom wiki and there's bacon who's the the son or the father of Baco, okay the mighty god of Baco. or no sorry um let's see do 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 Baco is the father of bacon okay he sacrificed himself for this planet's happiness in mythology <laughs> bacon yeah okay Let's quote from the wiki page here actually uh, many pretenders have tried to dethrone him but he has always come out crispy and sizzling on top <laughs> his harem of wives include baguette toasts and fried eggs he is often found with an army of servitors called hash browns
0: why does this sound like some kind of toy thing that we would have found in mcdonald's or burger king happy meals like kids meals <laughs> like this would have been in great 80s slash early 90s cartoon like after people school people <laughs> love their bacon
1: Today they they still make up mythology. Dang, dang. <laughs> it's the power of bacon.
0: There are some companies out there that make like bacon bits and bacon products that are not taking advantage of this lore and using it as a marketing thing.
1: I know. I uh, frankly, I've never seen any good witty bacon packaging
0: because they don't need it. They don't need it, though. You're going to buy it. They could even say, like, pig tits. And you'd be like, yes, I will take a pound and a half of your finest pig tits. See,
1: (laughs) if you called something like that and marketed it on social media, you could take over the market. (laughs) Copyright. (laughs) patent, trademark. (laughs) Make bacon even more popular.
0: Heck yeah. Uh, See, you don't need to. You don't need to. (laughs) you don't need to make bacon they don't even advertise bacon why? because you don't need to people just buy it anyways
1: we were talking about Ghibli before there's there's a scene where they're frying up some bacon and it's like oh it's making me hungry now
0: Mm. (laughs) bacon is amazing
1: it is well on that note (laughs) thanks for listening today everybody we'll catch you next time have a great
0: day bye (laughs) for any questions or comments you can find us at Mysteries Inc on Instagram. Thank you.